Welcome to GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how to grow their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grit Podcast. I'm Brian Charlesworth. I'm the founder of Sisu, and I'm your host. And today I'm here with Veronica Figueroa, and she is a team leader and success coach in the real estate industry. She's got a phenomenal reputation. I hear lots of great things about her all the time. Uh, she's one of Zillow's premier agent teams, uh, very influential. She also heads up, I believe you head up your NARA chapter there in Orlando. And she is uh, also in the process of writing a book. So she's got a lot going on in her life. So super excited to spend some time with you here, Veronica. Is there anything you want to add to that intro? Oh my gosh, no, I think it pretty much sums it up. I think an honor for you to even ask me to be here and, and want to pick our brain, my, my brain. <laughs> um, no, nothing much I can probably add to that other than I've just been doing this for about 15 years and I'm obsessed with the industry. Okay, so I love that. I love when people are obsessed and I think it shows based on the success. So what is it that brought you to real estate? What is it you love about real estate? And I, I think it's beyond real estate. So many people get into real estate thinking, oh, I love to look at homes. And if you're growing a real estate business, or even if you're an agent selling real estate, that's not what drives success. So what is it you love about the business? You know, I really think that... Um I have fallen in love with the overall process of using real estate as a platform to grow. So, you know, you can start off as an agent, then you can become a, a team leader or a broker or a coach or a mentor. Um, and just every aspect of the industry has allowed me to evolve. So it's not like I was in love with sh only showing houses. Like I've become obsessed with the entire industry and how it's given me the ability to grow and work with people. So I have a human resources background. So I think that that's where it really ties in. Um, my, my, my big girl job that I wanted when I went to college and when I was straight out of, you know, you know, when I was entering my professional career was like, I want to work in human resources. Like I want to be the one to help um, people in their careers. Um, and that not to say it didn't work out. I, I was able to land that job. I was able to start my career in human resources. But what I realized that there was a glass ceiling or there was a ceiling right? And, or I was going to be controlled by, you know, the budget or the revenue of the company and them giving me a raise or telling me whether I can get a promotion. So what I love that I've been able to do is take that same passion that I have for human resources, development, growth, the different areas of human resources that I fell in love with. And I could still apply it to real estate and there's no glass ceiling. There's no ceiling holding us back, right? We are the true, we, we determine our destiny in real estate. And I think that's why I'm so obsessed about with the industry and everything it has to offer. Still allows me a platform to work with people, develop people, but yet continues to push me to grow. And, and this journey has just been um, so, so rewarding and fulfilling for, to me. Great. I love your energy. It's fun to, fun to feel your energy around it. So is your husband involved in real estate as well? Yes. 
He is. We've been working together almost, I would say, 10 years. Okay. Uh, jumped in the business when he saw that I was drowning in business and he saw that I would hire people or that I needed help. And, you know, one, one day he just said, why don't I just help you? And I was like, that's the smartest thing you've ever said. (laughs) Not realizing all the stress and the, the anxiety that would come along with working with your spouse. Um, But I know he genuinely saw how much I was pouring into the business and how much my business was um, demanding of me. And he wanted to be my partner. He wanted to protect me and he wanted to help me grow. Um, And, you know, he's done so many things. Back then we were in the REO business um, and he was, you know, he was rekeying properties. He was, you know, helping us check on properties, doing property inspections, whatever we had to do, taking photos, BPOs, you know, uh, fixing properties, uh, evicting people. That was, those were the hard days in REOs and bank loan property era. Um, and, and whatever he had to do, he would roll his sleeves up and do for us. Um, and just, you know, he became an agent, then became a great agent, you know, would help us sell houses. Um, quickly realized Tony's strengths are more on support operations and, and you know, um, you know, really being the go-to person. And we call him, am I allowed to curse? We, get, we call him the get shit done person. That's what he does on our team. Like, he's, he's your GSD. Yeah, you know, you want something done, you call Tony and he's going to make it happen. He's zero excuses, he makes it happen. Um, and he's like, what, 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 why are we BSing? Let's go. Um, so then now he runs our, he's helped launch our new baby, our new project, which has been, um, our mortgage division. So, which has been really, really cool. That's his baby, you know, and through the years, there's always been that, you know, challenge of like, who's in charge of what, you know, and I was the face of the team. I was the, the visionary, um, and at the end of the day, him being my spouse, um, there's always going to be some some challenges and friction when it comes to like, well, well this is my baby, like this isn't your baby. And um, over time, we always just talked about like, what do you feel most passionate about? Um, and Tony's always been a you know a person who supports building another person's dream, and he knew that was something that I wanted to do, and that there was an opportunity based on what we had built over the years. So now he's running with that together with my support and influence and, and connections, but he really is building a great division and team. And I'm so proud of him. He's a regional branch manager for a, a company we decided to partner with and he is thriving. And really we started that to service the Figueroa team because our team had grown so much and the volume that we were doing, um, our lenders, not to say couldn't keep up, but there was enough to where we saw opportunities and the servicing level that we wanted to ensure our clients and our agents got that were solely focused on our team um, was something I, other teams couldn't, other mortgage companies for some reason couldn't scale or they weren't willing to do. And I love that you're like, hey, we wanted to do this to provide better service. Oh, yeah. And in addition, it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity to own a mortgage company if you own a real estate business. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, that side of it, not just, hey, we wanted to provide better support, but there's truly, for those people listening, there's a true opportunity for you to build your own mortgage business if you're running a powerful real estate team, right? Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't overnight. I thought about this for, I want to say, probably four years. So I took my time. It was slow and steady as far as the decision. 
Um, I had some really great relationships with lenders that, you know, they had helped us build over time. Um, but that's when we were a team of maybe four people. We were just selling 100 homes, 150 homes. And then we just started, you know, again, growing together. But as our... Tell us about your team today. Just I, let's oh, yeah. catch everyone up on that. So you were four agents. Now how many agents are you? We have over 40 agents on our team. And uh, we have seven staff members. Um, we are... We just sold last year in 2019, we sold a little over 500 homes, finished out with a little over $130 million in volume. We're Zillow's broker partner, so we help them buy their homes and resell the properties as well. We launched that last year. This year, we, pre-COVID, we were on track to sell 1,000 homes. We should finish the year if all goes well and continues at the pace that we're pacing, right around 700 to 800 homes, um, you know, and we're a, we're a true team. Everything is done as a team. We have support staff from director, of, uh, vice president of operation. We have a director of compliance and agent services. We have a director of hospitality. Today, I'm making an offer for a productivity coach. We also have a database um, director who's starting next week so that he can help us run our different pillars of our lead generation, such as, you know, whether it's companies like HomeLight, UpNest that require updating of the leads in order to stay in the program and also measuring um, our sign calls and where are, we, where are we generating the most business from and really focusing on making sure that agents are successful. Um, yeah also have transaction coordinators and we also have CMA analysts that work on our team to help us generate the the, the um, reports that we need to obviously the market reports that we provide at a very detailed in-depth level not only for our traditional clients but also for our acquisition clients um, so yeah that's just a little of our team a little bit of our team <laughs> yeah very exciting so you say you're a true team um, what do your agents spend their time focused on so how do they run their days? So our agents start off their day with an 8.30 in the morning huddle with us. Every day, Monday through Friday, we meet religiously. Um, and on those trainings, it'll range between marketing, uh, tips on how to grow their business, um, hot seat. The hot seat is where we play some of the calls and use it as a coaching opportunity and or we identify wins on conversion and or, again, allowing the team to listen to the call, put the agent on the hot seat and give them constructive criticism. We allow the agent to be the first one to say what they could have done better, grade themselves. And then we use that as a training opportunity. So Monday through Thursday, we're training and coaching and, you know, learning about the industry, whether it's lenders, title, um, that applies to our business. And then Fridays, we always have a very high level um, a meeting where we call fire Fridays. I had one today. We had go, go on there today. And she was, you know, again, teaching them how to grow their social media presence. So that's what, how we start off all day, our day every day. And then from nine to 11, they are expected to basically speak to people they have not spoken to yet. In other words, if you have not put them in a car, if, I'm sorry, we don't put them in our cars, but if they haven't gotten a car to go see a house with you or gotten a Zoom or a Facebook Live or any type of virtual um, consultation, then you should be following up with them to see how you can help them where they're at on their journey. So 9 to 11 is prospecting um, and also following up with people you haven't put in a car yet or you haven't scheduled an appointment with. 
Um, and after we, we train our agents and we advise them and coach them is to schedule their showings after one o'clock. So that does not interrupt their, their daily tasks that they're supposed to be doing. Um, another thing that we're doing, what I really, really love how we kind of uh, labeled it. And this came from Danny, one of the agents on our team is opening and closing your business. So they open their business by showing up at the morning huddle and they close their business by making sure that their notes are updated. Obviously, this is why we partner with Sisu um, so that we can track and see, you know, the agents and their activities that they're doing. But after one o'clock, it's in the, in the field, in the field grinding. Um, we do have our agents on um, scheduled shifts. What we did is we created pods or pod-like squads. We call them squads. And in the squads, we assign the agent's shift. During that shift, it's, they're on for three days. Uh, those three days, they know you're on, the phone's good, you're going to receive inbound leads. These are people who are raising their hands and saying, we want to work with the Figueroa team, whether it's from one of our lead sources or someone who's reached out to us directly. And those agents are on. In our Slack channel, they know that they're put on, they're communicating, they're all like high-fiving each other, say, okay, hey guys, FYI, I'm not going to be able to be on, but good luck. So they back each other up. It's very self-managed because they're all adults. They know our culture. They know what's expected of them. So squad, when squad squad one's on, they're on. And squad one is cheering each other on. They get all inbound lead flow during their three days on amongst them collective group of usually eight to 10 people. Um, and it's, it's really cool. Then squad two is on and there's always friendly competition, right? And, and every squad is a part of our culture of the team and they're cheering each other on. But when your squad's on, you want to win. So um, that's how we do their inbound lead flow. Sometimes if a squad is running low, then we will shuffle people in from one squad to the other because life happens. You have kids, you have, you know, vacations planned, you have weekends that your spouse might surprise you and want to take you away. Um, and, and they all collaborate and help each other. Um, and it's pretty fun. It is a shark tank, um, a jump ball, whatever you want to call it. Um, in, you know, in the past, we've noticed that we could try to be fair and say, hey, you know, Brian, you get the next one. But ultimately, that's not what's best for the consumer. The consumer is the North Star. So they have to have the ultimate um, best experience. So sometimes, Brian, if you're not available and everybody's saying, hey, you get the next one, it's ringing to five people. To yeah. us, let the person who's available answer, not assuming it should be assigned to someone because it's fair. We're not looking for fair on our team. We're looking for the consumer being treated and, 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 and um, uh, serviced. And although you, you mean well by wanting to say, hey, you're next, you get the next one, that calls for drop calls. And we measure our performance based on call connections, appointments, you know, did you answer? Yeah. If you didn't answer, this, we didn't service that client, and that's not fair to the client. So just a little of how we run our team, the accountability. I hope I didn't bore you. No, no, I think, I think it's great. I mean, I've never been a fan of giving trophies to every kid, whether they win or lose. And that's yeah. essentially what you know you're what? trying to do, it, you know, if, if you're running your team in a different way. So I love that. Uh, talk about these squads a little bit more. Do you have squad leaders? or? So um, in the past, we've had – pod leaders. Now we call them squads. We brought it back. Um, and right now we are in the phase of, okay, we've reintroduced squads. We are going to select squad leaders 
but we're letting them lead amongst themselves right now. So where the team can vote, who do you feel should be a team leader? A captain. Oh, cool. So the team gets to elect their squad leader, basically. Yeah. Obviously, if you re- request someone or they, you know, elect someone that they think is great that we feel maybe still needs some coaching opportunities, you know, we'll give them a shot. And, you know, this, you've met Chris. This is something Chris and I have brainstormed on I'm like do we have a squad leader that you know it's kind of like yeah I'm the squad leader or do we give an opportunity for people to rotate being the squad leader every quarter you know depending on their interests where they're leveling up and they want to grow they want to lead and you know we don't want to hold anyone back so I like the idea of rotating it I haven't decided yet if we're going to rotate it but I think it's um the culture will determine it on our team it'll be determined by something have you guys ever done any challenges between squads? So squads, a monthly challenge where they compete against Not each yet, other? but um, definitely something that we're excited to, you know, do based, based on you recommending it and see Sue's challenges. Yeah, so we have a lot of teams, obviously, that do that. And uh, the results we see when they do that are amazing. So I'd highly recommend that. And when you decide you well, want you know, to do that, let us know. We'll help you get that set up. Thank you. Uh, so, Veronica, how do you spend your days? Uh, you're obviously, you're up to 40 agents. It's incredible. Your, your volume, you're hitting 800 homes this year. That's amazing. Congratulations. How do you spend your days now? I mean, as you've grown the business, that's clearly evolved as to how you're spending your time and what you're focused on. Yeah, so, you know, I know it's cliche to say, you know, I'm working on the business, not in the business, Um, you know, but I always feel like I'm in the weeds still because, you know, new levels, right, require new, new focus and and you you don't, I don't sit back. I don't sip my coffee and just relax all day. I'm always, um, I'm always looking at ways to improve the operation, improve our company, improve our quality of our agents, coaching, developing them, and then I'm being coached. I, I get to pick the brains of some of the most brilliant agents across the country. You know, we coach with John Cheplak. He's someone that has helped elevate our game, our industry. So I'm either on my coaching calls with my agents, um, you know, with, with Chris, who's my VP of ops, who my cadence with him talking to him is every day, um, all the time. <laughs> and then working with my listing partners has been um, really, really, so, you know, something that I've, I've had to do a lot more um, it, it, to help them become better listing agents. Um, listings are the name of the game, right? We know that although we love buyers and my buyer's agents are like equally important, if not more, but there's a, there's a certain skill set with listings that are necessary. And I was a really good listing agent. Um, I have made a commitment to transfer that knowledge and that expertise to them so that they can be better than me in the listing, you know, you know, with, with, with the opportunities that we present to them. So now with, I'm spending a lot more of my time working with them, especially with this new virtual world that we're living in that um, now we're leaning more into virtual consultations, you know, versus in person, really becoming better at that craft as we, you know, kind of transition into a new era of our industry. Um, so really focusing on the top 20% of our team, helping them grow, really staying connected to them, and then focusing on my leaders. 
And then I also focus a lot of my time with my growth partners across the country. Obviously, I'm with the EXP and we, you know, love partnering with agents across the country. So I meet with them at a minimum once a week, virtually, and or if when things open back up as many as I can in person, I have no problem flying out and, and dissecting their business to see what's going on in their world, how they can improve. Um, a lot of them come to me and say, hey, I want to, you know, grow to what you guys have done. So we start looking at, we peel the layers back on their business and say, okay, what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? And then I share my mistakes and then I help come up with a strategy for them. So yeah, it's kind of like in a nutshell what I do all the time. (laughs) Perfect. So one of the things you said is I don't sit back and I think your passion shines through. Uh, So many people are focused on retirement, right? And what I see is the most successful people never think about retirement, they just think about growth. And so constantly growing is really what makes us happy. Uh, so, and I, and I see that with you and I see that in my wife's business and I see that with, with my business and it's like you can never stop growing, right? And as soon as you do, that's when you stop having fun, that's when your business starts dying, that's when all those things happen. So anyway, I love that you shared that. Um, If you've been enjoying Grit, please help us continue to grow the channel by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Now back to Grit. One of the things you said is you focus on the top 20%. I think that's really smart. Uh, Like 80% of your business comes from 20% of your agents, right? So how did you decide to make that shift and not spend time maybe with the people who aren't really impacting your business? Well, you know, and it's not that I don't spend time with our agents because I spend time with all of our agents. I just think certain agents that need have different needs. You know, my my agents who have been with me um, more than two years, you know, the conversations are different with them than it is with someone who's just now joining our team. And sometimes someone who joins on our team can easily move up to the top 20 percent really, really. Um, but I just think it's different conversation, different needs, um, certain things that I can help, uh, help them with. And we start having conversations as to what's next, what are your goals? And, you know, they bring ideas to the table that then when I listen to those ideas because of their experience or what they're experiencing in the field, then I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Like, I love that. So just really getting their feedback listening to them, understanding what their pain points are allows me, I think, to be a more present leader where if it's someone new, they're still in the honeymoon phase. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to work with you guys. And, you know, they've seen our branding and they want to piggyback off of our experience and our expertise. The honeymoon phase with them is they're just excited that they're learning from us and coaching and that we are giving them, uh, they're borrowing our authority to generate business and we're, you know, investing in them. Right. The conversation with my, I would say, you know, more seasoned agents or my veteran agents or my agents who are generating more book of business, then the conversation with them is completely different. And I want, you know, I want to be a leader that can be there for them all, but I can't be all things to every single one of them. So what I do is, you know, Chris spends a lot of time with our newer agents. Then we have Amanda, who's our director of hospitality. She spends the first 60 days really onboarding them. And I do an orientation with them and they get to know me, but they haven't, and I don't want to say they haven't earned that 20% conversation, but it's just a different conversation. And I learned that from one of my mentors and I called them because I was, I was feeling, I had anxiety of like, oh my God, I haven't had a chance to meet with this person or I haven't had a chance to meet with this person. And she, you know, said, why are you even meeting with them? 
yeah. leverage your team, leverage your leaders, and you focus on, you know, the agents who have been the core of the team for so many years, and they truly have been the heartbeat in the culture of our team. So my focus is on them so that I can grow them and then they can grow others. Great. Okay, makes total sense. Uh, let's talk about your new book. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So the book, it's, it's in the works. It's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really nervous about it, but I, I think it's time. I've been coined a couple different things, just, you know, bad and good, uh, whether with my relationship with Zillow or just, you know, how much we've grown. Uh, what, I was a broker, then I came over to a team. I, I'm sorry, then I moved over and, and now I'm just a team leader. Not just, I am a team leader because I love teams. Um, Which so is it's, way more powerful than being a broker, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so the book is going to be, the first book is going to be around teams. Um, okay. uh, just like, you know, recently they were like, oh, the queen of teams. So um, that's where it, it came to life. So it's going to be a step-by-step, -step, uh, you know, the problem, the story, the solution of the journey of building a team and how it's grown over the last decade and what we've learned, the mistakes we've made, the tips we've acquired along the way from some of the best of the best, not just textbook, not just theory, true, 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 you know, scenarios, stories, results, mistakes, team agreements, breakdowns, splits, you name it. And then a little bit of obviously the backstory of it. So I'm really excited. That's it. I got to finish this book because I already put it out there. <laughs> See, I put it out there for you. So, so uh, how far along are you? Do you know when it's going to be done? Do you have a name for it? Yeah, um, so we are, I would say we're halfway done. Um, the team working on this, the copywriters and the ghostwriters and the team working behind them, they're brilliant. Uh, they were the ones who came to me. They were like, you have to do this. This is, this is so you. So this, the, the book will have a number of... Um, a number of, I would say, past podcasts that we've done. I mean, they literally have compiled all the different things that we've spoken about um, over the years and like literally put it into a book. Um, and then obviously my personal touch to it and my personal um, stories together with what, how they've picked my brain. Um, so we're about halfway done. Um, the book is going to be called the queen. It, well, it's going to be queen of teams and it's got a little bit of a sub kind of title to it. We're still working on that. Um, and it's, you know, again, we're going to show you how to build your team from scratch. I love it. It's awesome. Congratulations. When that comes out, please let me know. Um, yeah. I think it's great. So it sounds like you've gotten a little bit of hate by being one of Zillow's teams. Tell us about that. I mean, why, why are people hating on that? I know a lot of the, a lot of the industry hates on Zillow. So you've chose to, you've chosen to partner with them because of that. Your business is much larger than those hating on them. So let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So, um, Obviously, you know, we, it's no secret that the industry has fell under attack or agents feel like, you know, uh, Zillow's the big bad wolf. Um, it, you know, it's no secret that agents have gone through, you know, the, the, the stress and the anxiety of knowing that our industry has changed and Zillow played a big role in giving consumers a better experience. And whatever the reason is, the stress and the anxiety that agents have, I've never let other people influence me when it comes to making my decisions or 
And I also don't believe in the status quo. I'm like curious. I'm always curious. I, you know, I'm willing to try things. I'm willing to fall flat on my face and get back up and say, well, that didn't work. And that happened to me almost eight or nine years ago when I first decided, when Zillow first came around in my market, that I noticed them. I was like, $300 a month, what? That's crazy. I, you know, I, I didn't believe in um, internet buyers. I didn't believe in Boomtown. I didn't understand any of them and any of it, but it's because I did it wrong. I failed the first time at it. Um, but it wasn't until I met someone who took me under their wing and coached me and I was willing to be coached and I was willing to listen and learn that my, my mindset completely shift, shifted. Um, so I just, and, and this person said to me, if you listen to me, I'm going to show you how to be successful with this program, how other people have done it. And you have what it takes to be successful with this organization as a partner. And I just, I just became a student. I became a student to consumer behavior. I became a student to the online lead gen. I became a student student to omnipresence and just being there and being everywhere, being in your sleep. And Zillow was the platform that gave me the playbook for that. Um, so when I started really diving deep and having success with them, became part of their advisory board, then obviously I helped launch iBuyers, uh, you know, the beta test on that. I got a lot of heat on that. I was called a sellout. I was called a welfare agent. I was called an agent who doesn't know how to prospect, you know, and, and the heat just kept on and kept on. But guess what? The money and the opportunities just kept on growing. So I was like, I can either listen to these haters or I can focus over here with the next, you know, the next generation or the next era of real estate. And at the end of the day, I got to feed my family. And and, and the people who matter to me are the people who are in my world and my tribe. So I really just eliminated the noise, focused on what was important to me and our mission. And our mission has always been the consumer. And we want to be where the consumer is at. So Zillow gave us that platform. And we love our partnership with them. Have they been perfect? Nobody's perfect. But they're, they're willing to learn and dissect and learn about the industry. And I was willing to be that boots on the ground partner to share and be a voice. And here we are eight years later, we love our partnership with them. They're amazing partners. They genuinely care about the consumer, which to me is what matters most. And they want to work with great agents who get it. And I said, if not me, then someone else. And that's my spot. So it's come with some heat, but it's also given me tremendous opportunities. And I understand that the agents that have given us, you know, heat for it, just they don't understand it. They don't understand it. And that's okay. The more, you know, the more successful you are, the more haters you're going to have. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know if you've read uh, Grant Cardone's books, but I love what he says. He says, hey, love me or you hate me, at least you know me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so anyway, um, I, I, thanks for sharing that. Uh, I think a lot of people maybe who aren't as close in with Zillow uh, probably have questions about that. So I think it's going to be helpful for you to share that. I appreciate you sharing that. I've heard a little bit about a new coaching program you're developing. You're focusing more on ops maybe than, than just team leaders. What, what's your, what are your thoughts around that? Give me your ideas. Uh, I think it's a great idea. So not something I've seen in the industry. So do you mind sharing that? Yeah. So Chris um, is our VP of ops and man, the guy is, is just so smart and I'm fortunate enough to work with him and have seen his growth and our team wouldn't be where it's at if it wasn't for a strong ops 
backbone. And before as a team leader and as an agent, you know, anyone listening to this that might be in that position, you know, I was everything. I was the listing agent. I was the buyer's agent. I was the manager. I was the, you know, the visionary. I was the marketer. And, you know, I was, I was holding my, my, my business back by trying to be all things. And, um, when I decided to really run a business, I knew I needed a strong operations person and it wasn't me. I realized my strengths, my strengths is connecting. My strength is developing people. My strength is, is, you know, growing the business and the vision. Um, and I really needed to make an investment in the right ops team. And Chris came in and we, we struggled a little bit with, you know, the power trip, the ego, um, you know, his, his vision and my vision and disalignment. And it wasn't until we read rocket fuel that we really, um, changed our dynamic and understood each other and played to each other's strengths. And we want to share that with other team leaders. We want to help other team leaders, not just hire ops person, but work well together and come up with a winning strategy so that you guys can both reach your goals and, and accomplish this together. Um, yes. To me, it's, it's been truly the, the pivotal point of our growth has been when I found the yin to my yang, when it came to, you know, an ops partner, I've had operations leaders before and it didn't work out because I wasn't the best version of a leader. And I think that we weren't aligned and I didn't have the training and the coaching that I have now. So I want to help, other team leaders and other op leaders, you know, work together. And Chris, this is Chris's vision and I want to help him execute on this vision um, because I think it's really going to help shape a lot more, you know, a lot of the teams that are growing up, that are coming out, that are looking for areas to improve their business. So we just want to give back and, and we love collaborating and selfishly we get to learn from other people in a good yeah. way. We love sharing and giving back but then we also love to be a sponge and just learn. So I think it's going to be a really good thing. We're excited about it. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun sitting, you know, stepping back and bringing people to the front and shining the light on them. So this is where also Chris gets to shine. Yeah, that's very exciting. Congratulations. Um, when you, you kind of blew over very quickly rocket fuel, but for those of you who haven't read that, uh, it talks about the visionary and the operator. And yeah, if, if, if you're struggling being all things to all people, definitely check that book out. Um, so sounds like it's made a difference in your business. I love to hear it. In my business, in my life, in my just overall mindset. And when you find that person who truly believes in your vision, truly believes in your mission, it's, it's a life changer. It's a game changer. And um, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch this uh, series on my own. It was, it was recommended to me. But just watching The Last Dance by Michael Jordan, um, Nick Good just told me about it. And I started watching it. And it just kind of reminds me of Rocket Fuel. You know, you've got the visionaries. You've got your number two person, like your Dennis Rotman or, you know, your Scottie Pippins. And, you know, like it just, the story just it, it correlates in business and life and any type of journey that you're on. When you find that person who believes in your crazy vision, that it becomes, it becomes theirs. Like I go to bed at night thinking, Oh my God, does Chris believe in my vision? This has become our vision together. So yeah. 
It's awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. A um, couple quick questions to wrap up. It's been really fun to learn more about you and your business and your family. And uh, tell us about your favorite book. I know you just gave us a great book. Do you have another another book that you would recommend or that you prefer? Uh, and, and until you have your own written, I guess you can't you can't uh, use your own book here. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm really corny, and um, you know I make fun of myself, and I'm always looking for personal development. And there's two books that I will say changed my life. Um, one was when I was in a very dark place, uh, The Alchemist. Oh, that book! I've read it more than I want to say four or five times. Um, I want to read it again. Uh, it's a great book. And if you're into just trying to find that personal growth, that's a book that I hands down recommend. Um, the second book that I will say is a game changer, especially if anyone looking for leadership um, or just personal growth, The Shadow Effect. And that was not, again, that was introduced to me by my coach. And when I read it, I'm like, oh my God, this book sits on my nightstand. And, you know, I'm still learning who I am. I'm still growing into the next version of myself. And I have to sometimes face my shadows. We all have to. And that book, um, especially chapter two with Debbie Ford, it's like, it literally allows you to look in the mirror. And that's why as I'm vulnerable and open about when I look back as who I was five years ago and a leader and what I've done, business decisions or life decisions, certain things, I'm like, Ooh, that showed up that wasn't the best version of me or that shadow was someone that I need to face and own up to that. So this way I can accept that, learn from it and grow. So, you know, if you're looking for the business book, you know, I, you know, obviously rocket fuel, emit the, 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 you know, there's so many great books out there. One that I'm excited to read that I haven't read yet that was introduced to me is Blitzscaling, which I'm excited to, to read that. Um, so for business, definitely. Rocket Fuel is hands down game changer for us as well, and E-Myth. Um, and also the shadow effect has really allowed me growth personally and, and, and for business. So those are my top. Great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. What's your, what's your favorite place? You live in Orlando. What's your favorite place to visit? What's your favorite place? I love the Caribbean. I love, love, love to go on vacation to the Caribbean. I love going to Dominican Republic. Um, my family, because I have five kids, back when we were dead broke, the only thing I could ever afford was a, taking the kids on a cruise. So we used to cruise. So I am a cruiser. We love to cruise. We still keep it. We still, we still keep it back to our roots. We love to cruise. And I can't, you know, with everything happening with COVID, I'm looking forward to the days where we can go back and we take the team on cruises. It's great for team bonding uh, but i love to vacation man it's it's my happy place cool i i love it as well uh so when do you think you'll be on another cruise that's a that's a that's a tough question huh you know it's it's a tough question right now because safety's first i think what the plan might be is instead of being on a cruise we're looking to to buy something on the water just to be close to the water for now um and then um when everything's safe i'm sure in I'm sure by 2021, we'll be back on a cruise. Yeah. Okay. So what's your favorite thing to do in your personal time? Obviously, you're passionate about business. I can tell business is your favorite thing to do. But what outside of business do you love to do? Oh, wow. I honestly love just spending time with my friends and my family. We, I have a little tribe and we're always together. We call each other the 
bubble. Um, if my husband's not cooking, um, you know, we're having a barbecue, we have friends over, my kids are at an age where I love to hang out with them. Like my kids literally are like, so what are we doing tonight? You know, so I just love hanging with my friends and my kids and, you know, my tribe. Um, and we're always together, we're, whether it's bike rides, whether it's going to the beach together, whether it's hanging out at my house. Um, they hang out with my parents. My parents live on with me as well because I have a property that has two property, uh, two homes on it. And my parents are my neighbors. So my friends and my kids come over and they're like, Mama. So one day I got to do a podcast with my mom. She's the original OG. Everybody loves my mom. So it's uh, just funny. It. Well, you should have invited her on the show today. Next time, Mama G. <laughs> She's the OG. All right. So uh, just in wrapping up, what's uh, the most important advice you would give to people out there? And it doesn't have to be business, personal, whatever. Just what's, what's the most important thing you'd like to share? Oh, man. I would say, you know, ease up on yourself. We're all on this journey together. This isn't a destination. This is a journey. And whatever it is that you're looking to seek, uh, you know, stay the course, don't give up, stay, you know, stay positive. And, you know, when you get knocked down, get back up, look in the mirror, learn what you, you know, try to figure out what you learned about yourself during that process and just improve, become the, be the next best version of yourself, no matter what you're doing. That's great advice. Um, how do people get a hold of you, Veronica? Super simple. You can go to veronicainspires.com and that's inspires with an S and there you can kind of, it's like a link tree. You can see all the different ways to contact me, whether it's IG, call me, text me, hop on my calendar, find me on Facebook, see our websites, send a request. So one simple spot. I haven't been there, but I'm going to check it out as soon as we wrap up here. So veronicainspires.com, everybody. Veronica, thanks for your time today. It's been really fun to see your growth and your passion for the real estate industry and just for making a difference and impacting people's lives. Uh, I can tell that's super important to you. So, which is really, I think, why you're so successful is you have that why behind what you're doing. Uh, and it's not just about, Hey, I want to earn a dollar. It's, there's so much more behind it. So anyway, thank you so much for your time. I've loved spending time with you today and looking forward to just working closer and closer with you and your business moving forward. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You guys are awesome. And we appreciate this partnership and, um, how you guys are helping us get better every day. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks Veronica. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven day trial of Sisu, Go to sisu.co, S-I-S-U dot C-O. Make sure that you use the coupon code GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your setup fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, the real estate growth mindset on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.